You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al Jerry. All right, a Tuesday postgame podcast with uh, Alan Jerry. What is happening? Boomer and Carton have long left the building, and so we discuss some things that are important to us. Maybe not you, but you're there. You're going to listen anyway. At least we hope anyway. Uh, 8 o'clock tonight Eastern, uh, NFL schedule gets released. Amazing to me that NFL Network has made this a production and a show, and quite frankly, one that a lot of people are going to watch. Are, do you get into the NFL schedule release? I do because it plans my my fall because uh, I work for the Cowboys and all, but for just a fan like yourself, are you into this? I'm more interested when it first comes out where they say, hey, uh, you know, the, the Jets are playing uh, these four teams uh, home or away. I don't need to know the order in which they're going, although I am kind of interested to see if the Jets are playing the Bills week one. I would be interested in that. And uh, Kim Jones will be doing the New York schedules on this uh, broadcast. Is this true? Tonight. Yeah, I was checking out who will be doing what. I just wonder how they're going to do it. Like, does Kim Jones get to go and do all of uh, the Jets or Giants, or are they going to go week by week? Well, I th- that's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. We'll find out. I imagine for each. See, I would have thought they would have broken down by division. Oh, maybe start that with way. the Cowboys, and in Kim's case, she would do the Giants, and whoever covers the Cowboys, whoever that might be, would do that. And then you come back to Kim and do the AFC. I don't know, but I do look forward to it because I I like the primetime matchups. I'm that I'm into, especially earlier early in the season when you really don't know who's going to be good, who might be good, who's going to fall flat on their face, and when the coaching changes, you know, with the Niners and their new coach Tom Sula, what kind of start do they get out to? What what impact does Rex Ryan have on the Bills in terms of a national uh, curiosity, if you will, where the NFL wants to put Rex in primetime? And is it Rex and the Patriots, Rex and the Jets, Rex and the Dolphins is always fun. So, I don't know. I think it's kind of neat tonight. I don't know that I'll watch it with everything else going on, but I'll be interested to see the results. I've talked to the guys that do this for a living, that they, they create the NFL schedule. Right. I, I, I met them down at the Super Bowl. Boomer knows them. Uh, so I was really, I'm, I'm sure I annoyed the guy the one night. I just asked him a million questions about it because if you think about all the factors that factor into how they make an NFL schedule, not just who plays who, but it's like, okay, primetime games that each team can only be on, you know, a certain number of yeah. times you have the, the, um, you know, whether on Monday night or Sunday night or now Thursday night, then Thursday night, the uh, CBS paid a huge amount of money for this package. So they better get the good games, you know, and then. ESPN for Monday Night Football, if you're giving Thursday night the big games, I need the big. So just trying to, and then trying to predict, because as we know at the NFL, teams go from worst to first. All so the which time. teams are going to be good enough to go into those um, primetime slots? And you have no idea. And you yeah. talk about schedule making being difficult. How about, and then we'll move on. How about when you talk about NBA and NHL teams? When so many teams share an arena and you've got so many concerts and right. venues, I honestly, 
I guess it's done. You know the NFL guys. I've got to think the NBA, NHL people. It's got to be some sort of a computer program. It has to be. Yeah, doesn't I don't know. it? I don't. I think. I think they can initially put it into a computer program, and then you have to. You're altering go, from uh, there. Alter from there. Yeah, it seems like a disaster. But I'll be watching that tonight. Uh, Jerry, there's been rumors. I guess the Marlins are really stink this year. Well, I know the Mets swept them, uh, but there's rumors that that uh, the Marlins manager is going to get fired. And then one of the names that surfaced as a guy who could replace him is uh, Wally Backman, Mm. who's in the Mets organization in uh, Las Vegas, I believe. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, Wally Backman said it was news to him hearing of this. And uh, when uh, reporters went to the Mets, uh, like Sandy Alderson and such, he said, well, well, Wally is under contract with the Mets. This would burn me if Wally Backman went to another organization because I feel like he should be – the next Met manager whenever this Terry Collins run ends. You know what? There's a lot of Yankee fans that felt the same way about Don Mattingly before he got the Dodger job. Like, why is he going there for his managerial job, and why didn't he get it over Joe Girardi with the Yankees? So I get your point. The problem is, unless Terry Collins falls flat on his face in the next month or so, right? and you've you've read all this stuff too, it doesn't look like Wally Backman will ever be the manager of the Mets as long as Sandy Alderson's here. I don't know that to be true. Neither do you, but we can certainly read between the lines. You can't hold him back forever. And, you know, it must be nice living in Vegas. The weather's nice. I'm sure he's getting paid well. He wants to manage in the big leagues. I'm with you. To see him inside the division, you're going to be seeing him 19 times a year. Right. Ugh. And if he does like what the uh, who who's the basketball guy who took over uh, Golden State Warriors? Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr, who who had a chance to come here and went, yeah, no, that's what I well, imagine will happen with Wally Backman. But I'll tell you this: the job with the Marlins is actually a decent job in that they have a lot of talent and they will be good. They they're missing, and of course the names are. I mean, I couldn't even tell the difference between a dollar and a buck this morning. So God knows I can't remember these names, but. Uh, they've got some really good pitching. The one kid's coming off Tommy John surgery, at least will be later in the year. Uh, and God help me, I can't think of his name. They have good pitching, young arms. They've got Stanton locked up for the next 10 years. They have players. They will be good. They were supposed to be good this year before they got decimated by injuries. I don't think that's a bad job going forward. Right now it's not. I don't think it'll be. And who is the manager? Mike Redman? Yes. So I, I don't know. I feel bad for him, the fact that his job's already on the line with what's happened to them. But they are not off to a good start, that's for sure. They are not. This story is interesting. I saw this yesterday on Pro Football Talk, and this is about Tim Tebow signing with the Eagles, but that's not what we're talking about. I guess we could talk about the Philadelphia pretzel stands that are making the Tebow yeah, like kneeling. Those. That's kind of cool, Tebow actually. pretzels. But how about the guy, and I forget his name, uh, one of the reporters, and it's not like a guy like Schefter or, or, or Clayton or anything like that, but one of the ESPN reporters is very upset that Jay Glazer broke the news and that Tebow either went to him or Glazer got it before ESPN got it when Tebow under contract with ESPN as a college football analyst. I don't know. 50% of me says, you know what? He's right. You work for that company. Give him the heads up. The other 50% of me says, do your own work. I don't owe you anything. Right. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I get the feeling that after the fact, it makes sense to Tebow. And he was probably like, oh, yeah, I probably should have told someone at ESPN. But it probably just sort of happened like uh, Jay Glazer is so good at what he does. He probably just manipulated it and got the info right out of uh, Tebow when Tebow might have not have wanted the information out yet. Oh, how about this? How about someone from the Eagles told Glazer? That could be awesome. I mean, ultimately, Jerry. they're the ones that got to sign him. Maybe Mark Sanchez told him. 
Who knows? I mean, this guy's training everybody and their brother out in Los Angeles, right? MMA-style fighting, which he is does? great. He trains... Uh, Jake Laser. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's still into that? He's got his own gym out there. He's got to be constantly on the phone and Twitter. How is he tra- fighting people? Well, he's not fighting. He's training Oh, them. training people. And you think of it this way. For what he does... I mean, let's be honest. You get to a certain point. People are calling Jake Glazer now. Right. I don't think Glazer is on the phone. Hey, you got anything for me today? I think there are guys out there. He's so well respected in what he in what he has done and the relationships he has built that when someone has a quote unquote scoop, I think you're calling Jake Glazer. Do you think you would be one of those players that would leak information for fun <sighs> to fool around and not no, for it not to be real? No, or? for it to be real. But no, I do you want to so. be like Glazer's inside guy? I always I, wonder no. what's in it. What is in it for a player to give stuff to Peter King or Manish Mehta Nothing. or Jay Glazer? Nothing. So why do they, but you're right. Someone's just reaching out to them. Well, the only thing I could think is there'll be certain cases where you're upset with something and you want to get the story or the right story out there. So maybe you leak the story because someone's not getting the right facts. Right. I don't think I'd be one of those people. I really don't. No. I think I would be. <laughs> and you would love every minute of it. Jerry, this is a great story. Um, a guy in England was watching a pornography on his Again laptop. With the porn. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I always find the porn stories. Uh, a guy in England was watching porn on his laptop when, as he tweeted out, his mum, I guess that's what you call your mother yes. in England, yes. his mum was running up the stairs, and he w- he had the porn on his computer, and what happened was when he went to try to shut the window down, it, the, the Pornhub website froze on him. Huh. It was on his screen. So in a full panic mode, he punched multiple times his computer screen and broke his laptop and he tweeted out a photo saying barely made it mum was coming up the stairs i had to punch and smash my computer because it froze and uh jerry every once in a while companies do the right thing uh Pornhub has reached out to this fellow and they're getting him a brand new laptop you know what good for him that's unbelievable they appreciate the customer loyalty and that's why, Jerry, when you when you want to watch pornography on your computer, you got to go with companies that really care about their customers. So you are endorsing Pornhub. It <laughs> certainly sounds like that to me. How do these companies? I don't understand how free free stuff works like this on the internet. Like, <laughs> how's that company making money? I no Advertisements. Idea. So I guess. I guess you're telling me Pornhub is free. It's free, evidently. That's what people tell me. I mean, you just pretty no, much put it out there. That's what I was reading in this article. It's how, free. By the way, how old is the guy? Uh, I want to know if he's like 30 living with his mom. That's a great question, Jerry. Here's uh, Denzel is his name, not Denzel Washington. Of course not. Uh, it doesn't say. doesn't say. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, no. good for Denzel. Enjoy your brand new computer yeah. and do the right thing, Denzel. And I want to take a, a second to talk to you guys about Harry's because I absolutely love this product. Uh, I started using Harry's, I would say, about a month ago, maybe even six weeks ago. And I'm telling you guys, they're the best razors you are ever going to get for numerous reasons. One, the comfortability when you shave uh, makes it so worth the money uh, that you're investing into this product. And two, uh, the comfort after you shave. You know, there's no, for me anyway, I get no burns. I get no irritation. I just love it. Good, smooth shave. And they it really is. It is tremendous. And for the listeners to our show, Harry's is giving $5 off your first purchase of a starter set with coupon code POSTGAME. After entering the code POSTGAME at checkout, you get Harry's starter set for just $10. That's a month worth of shaving for just $10 with code POSTGAME uh, at checkout. 
check out. Now, Harry's, they bought a razor factory in Germany. It's been crafting some of the world's highest quality blades for almost a century. And I'm telling you right now, as soon as you get the delivery, you will see exactly what I'm talking about. And it is awesome. Go to harrys.com, enter our code postgame at checkout, get $5 off your first order of a starter set. Again, postgame, uh, code postgame, and get a month's worth of shaving for just $10. Harry's.com, code postgame at checkout. Change the way you shave forever. And quickly, let me just tell you, all of this shipped to your door for free. Awesome. All right, Al had to take off because he is doing an interview interview with Elvis Duran. Hmm. Talk about someone feeling pretty good about themselves. Anyway, uh, so Al is gone, so I will carry you the rest of the way, and I will enjoy and do that uh, very happily because i got a couple of things I need to get to. First of all, let me just address three issues. I've got about five minutes. i got three issues to address. Uh, address. The first one is the whole dollar dog thing, buck thing with the Royals. If you were listening to the show, I made an ass of myself this morning, as I do most mornings, and quite frankly, I'm happy to do so because there's not a day in my life that I work. That's how much fun I actually have here uh, with this job. So what? My mistake. I apologize. Oh, that's goofy. That's fun. I, I am telling you, there are days when my brain does not kick in until about one o'clock in the afternoon because of the I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's lack of sleep. I don't know if it's just not feeling right. Whatever the case may be, when I read that story this morning, true as I'm sitting here, I never, ever, ever put dollar dogs and a buck together. Again, that's how stupid I am. My mind not working. Anyway, so you guys are all right about that. Laugh along. It was funny. I actually think I got Boomer to almost cry. That's how stupid I was. Uh, So that's all good. That was not made up. That was just me being an idiot. Number two. I want to get to a couple of things uh, on Twitter that I would like to address because I'm getting killed uh, by a couple of people, and I'll mention a couple of them because I just want to want you to have your say and your due. I will talk about, uh, you can go to at LeBaron84. I appreciate the tweets. Clearly, you're an Islander fan, and that's great. And you're killing me for not playing enough Islander sound yesterday, and, and today we were more about the Rangers. Now, here's the thing about that, all right? I am a hockey fan. I love hockey as much as anybody does, but I also acknowledge the fact that baseball and football drive this radio station and for the most part drive the ratings, okay? Now, the Islanders would have, listen clearly, they would have been the lead story Monday morning, A, had they played at 7 o'clock at night and not noon, which was an early Sunday game. By the time we come in the next day, the game's almost 20 hours old. And B, had the Mets, who are right now, I know it's early, but one of the best teams in baseball, had they not lost two players on the same day when they win their eighth straight game. If you take a look at the Daily News and the New York Post for Monday, you will see not only the back page, but in some cases the front page had the Mets on the cover and the back cover. Therefore, that has to be the lead. We give the Islanders their due. I'm telling you right now, if the Islanders win tonight, aside from something major happening in the Yankees and Mets tomorrow, the Islanders will be the lead tomorrow. I I acknowledge and understand how good they've played and that they are a story. There's no doubt about it that they're a story. Unfortunately for them, what happened to the Mets took precedence. In terms of playing more Ranger clips today, listen, if you don't watch the show and don't understand who's sitting to my left in Boomer Esiason, We got to do that. And be fair. I'm a Devil fan. You, sir, are an Islander fan. The Rangers have more fans in this town. The Islanders have a great fan base. I get it. I understand it. Acknowledge it. All of that. The Rangers are a bigger story. They just are. They're the best team in hockey with the way they played this year, President's Trophy, all of that. They are the bigger story. But, again, Islanders win a big game tonight. I'm telling you tomorrow they will be the lead story. Now, the next one I want to get to is at four nasties, four N-A-S-T-Y-S. So 
Earlier in the show today, Boomer had asked all of us if you had a choice, would you take Eli Rivers Roethlisberger? I took Eli Manning. And this guy on Twitter, good dude, Michael, killing me as a fellow Cowboy fan, basically calling me a fraud or something along those lines. And his premise is that Cowboy fans hate him. You could never take him. And also he thinks he's, you know, uh, he's not very uh, consistent, I guess, throughout his career. Agreed on all points. Totally right. Fact of the matter, though, is if Eli Manning has a good offensive line in front of him, Eli Manning is a hell of a quarterback, and he won two Super Bowls. I know Roethlisberger's won Super Bowls, too. Rivers has not. I am not a Phillip Rivers fan. Never have been. In that three, I don't care what the stats tell me. To me, it is Roethlisberger and Manning, Rivers next. I don't even put them in the same category. I don't care what the stats bear out. I look at Manning. I look at Roethlisberger. So now the question is, in my mind, Roethlisberger or Manning, it, it's 1-1A. One one For my money, I would take Manning because I've seen him do it time and time and time again. We're in New York. We see all the games. Yeah, I know he's thrown a lot of interceptions. I also can sit there and pick apart how many of them that weren't his fault, how many of them came because the ball gets tipped at the line. He's about to get killed. The last few years, the Giants' offensive line, which was their strength, let's be honest, From 2006 all the way up until about 2011, the strength of the New York Giants was their offensive line. It has not been the case the last couple of years. Therefore, Eli Manning has struggled. I believe him to be as good as Ben Roethlisberger. And because I am more familiar with him and I have seen him burn the Cowboys so many times, for my money, I would take Eli Manning. That's it. That's the argument. I'm not an idiot. I'm not a dope. Just my opinion. Uh, what else? I guess that's pretty much it. That's that's the post-game podcast for today. Al will rejoin me tomorrow for the full 15 minutes. He's gotten too big for our little post-game podcast. He had to go talk to Elvis Duran, who, by the way, I would not have minded sitting in on that because I actually liked Elvis Duran growing up. Uh, and that, I think, would be a fascinating 45-minute podcast that Al will do that will be released at some point, I'm sure, uh, over the next few weeks. I know he's got a lot of these podcasts and a lot of good guests, too. If you're not aware of that, it's Al's Boring Podcast. We, however, are the post-game BNC podcast with Jerry and Al, Al and Jerry, however you like to say it. I don't care. Just please keep listening. Enjoy your Tuesday, and we'll uh, see you tomorrow. Adios. Stars of the show, Alan Jerry.